Disobedient, my little deviant. Together we will find the right ingredients. We will stir the beef that is the horror soup. And the last thing you will find is a spaghetti hoop. There's eyes and flies and anything that dies. There's a nasty surprise in every Sometimes it's so wrong, it's right. Sometimes you gotta fuck in the middle of the night. Yeah, sometimes you see something in the hallway that gives you a fright. What's that, Kim? In the bump of the night, it's Amityville to the possession. That's my intro. I thought you were going to say something about incest. Oh, and there's incest. Yeah, yeah no, no, yeah. boo. Oh, yeah. It's, we don't like that. Fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> fuck yeah, dude. Amityville 2, The Possession, brought like every bit of angst I had about this series. Like It just grabbed all of it, and it threw it out the window. And I was like, you know what? Amityville, mm-hmm. 28 episodes. Let's fucking do this. No, Caleb's a liar. I don't know what... You were, I'm convinced you got like wasted and watched this because I don't know what you took away from this film. Let me set up my scenario. I got home from work. I took a 30 minute nap. I got Mm -hmm. up from that 30 minute nap. I watched Amityville completely sober. I was completely uninterested because I was starting an Amityville movie. And then after like 10, actually after five minutes... After five minutes, when I realized that Burt Young was the father, I was like, wait, hold on. You're telling me Polly is here to bless me up for a little bit? I was saying, you big Rocky guy? Dude, Polly's like the best fucking character. <laughs> He's so cool. That's fair. He was like the funniest fucking guy. He's always just like, yeah, Rocky, what's going on? Like, I love that guy. <laughs> That's pretty much what he was in this movie. <laughs> yes. And that was so fu- I was like, wait, hold on. Okay. So we got Burt Young in the building. This is cool. And then fucking Diane Franklin, Susie from Terrorvision, she pulls up. I haven't seen Terrorvision. Yeah, dude, that's a good fucking horror movie, too. And then it's like, okay, so I'm kind of following. There's some good shit going on. The mom kind of annoyed me. But then um, I I was very confused right off the bat because, as we said, there's some incest going on. There's some incest. Mm -hmm. But um, I didn't know there was incest for, like, 30 minutes. I thought there were – I thought, like, this brother was moving into this house with his family and then, like, his girlfriend was living with them. Right. I thought that was the girlfriend. But that's not what's going on. But we'll we'll get into the incest pretty soon. You know, that's fine. I have some stuff I've read about it, too, that we'll, we'll get into. I have some stuff where Kim thought that this movie had a $5,000 budget <laughs> when it's clearly said $5 million. She was like, Caleb, no, look at this. So, which, which means that she had to have looked at the budget like three times before she oh, turned the camera times. around to look at me. And then she turned it around. And then I'm like, Kim, is that a comma or a period right there? Because I don't think anyone would put three zeros after, uh, you know... You, you know, to symbolize sense, I've never seen that. She's like, that's a comma. <laughs> All right. Well, it to be in my defense. So are you in the right state of mind to say that this movie isn't no, good? No, I'm not even in the right fucking state of mind. 
So okay. Fuck everybody that voted me in this shit. <laughs> All right. You know what? Calm the fuck down, Kim. You you are supposed to be here. Sorry, guys. Technically, Lost cool. technically, you were already you were already like set in for a few of these anyway, Ooh. and it just happens that I gave you a little break and I let the people vote to just solidify. Hey, do you guys want this? Is Ed? Does the vast majority want this? Not just the people that emailed. And you know what? They want it. And you're supposed to sit here, and you're supposed to fucking like it. You're supposed to enjoy it. And you know what? I, you don't have to always enjoy it. And right now, you sh- <laughs> but right now you should have enjoyed it. All right, I'm gonna take a deep breath. I lost my cool there, guys. I'm sorry. Sorry, Fuck. I'm just was not in the right state of mind when I watched this. I still am not. I don't know if I'll ever like it, but. Sorry, I really took it out on you guys, but fuck you guys. Look, it is just so ridiculous that I have a problem with this. I mean, do you know who? Do you know who wrote this? No, who wrote this? I didn't, Caleb. I checked out two minutes and I was like, I don't want to do any research on this shit. Kevin Williamson, because if so, I'll like it immediately. <laughs> yeah, of course you would. No, so I didn't know who wrote this or directed this until after when I started looking some stuff up. But here's the thing. I was watching this the whole time, and I was like, why does some of this feel a lot like Fright Night? Wait, Tom... Wait. No, it's not not Tom Holland, but Tommy Lee Wallace, the guy who directed Fright Night. Yeah. Wow. And I felt like a little bit of that in there, and I also, I kind of wonder, I don't know for sure if he did or not, but I kind of wonder if he did a little bit of special effects on this, because at the very end, when that dude's face... I thought of Fright Night. And it turns into, like, the core of the earth if it was shattering, and then he turns into a little worm man. I thought it, I was like, this is Fright Night right now. Fright Night. Okay, you read my mind. The one positive thing I have to say about this, actually there's two positive things I have to say. It was funny. The like other positive thing I have besides the humor was the special the makeup special effects and the body horror. I thought they knocked out of the park. And it did remind me of Fright Night at the end because they're in the vacant house. You know what? Fright Night, they're in the basement and like turns green, turns into a bat and like flies out of yeah. the room and shit. Yes. Like that it gave me a lot of those vibes, which makes sense. He might have he might have had some some of his hands on the uh, special effects and stuff like that. Cause that that part was good. I'll give it to them on that. I was like, wow, for early 80s, they did a good job with the the body horror. So what else did you want out of this? This is an Amityville movie, and it gave us humor. It gave us good kills, good body horror. Like, obviously, there aren't going to be more than four kills in one of these movies, like, kind of just tradition. So there's, like, four kills in this. I'm just going to say it now. There's four kills total. It's the family. But the cool thing about this, too is that they killed the family, like, pretty early on and then kept the story going. And, like, they also... I thought that was really cool, too, because in that, they did a dream thing where it's like, oh, at first I was pissed. I was like, this is bullshit. Like, this is a fucking dream. They didn't actually kill him, yeah. They actually killed them. It's the one time that you see a dream sequence and you're let down, but then you're like, oh, shit, that did actually happen. Right. I was kind of confused with that at first, but... To me, why I was let down, I think, is because there was that long gap. I feel like he offed him too early. Because then the rest of the movie was just him, like, floating around possessed, and the priest was, like, trying to convince people that he was possessed, and they were trying to go on trial. I was like, I didn't need an hour and 15 minutes of that. I wish it would have been, like, maybe 30, 40 minutes of that. No, I was just going to cut you off and say it was only 30, 40 minutes of that. because. Kim, yes. It felt like two hours. No, there was at least over an hour of him with his family and doing their thing. And then toward the end of it, that's when they fucking... Well, not toward the end, but toward like... I'd say there was probably... I'd say 40 minutes left. I'd say 40 minutes left of just him on his own and him and the priest doing shit. 
which I will say the first 20 minutes of that were was very fucking boring. Yeah, it, it was just very slow at times, and it didn't... Yeah, I, I can't appreciate they killed people. There's things I can appreciate coming off of the first one that we watched with, like, no kills. It was just very boring. But... It's amiable. Like, I, I need some... I need a wow factor. I don't think you need a wow... Fa- I think there was wow factor in this. The fact that this dude was, like, possessed and, like, going crazy... Like, I don't I don't think him being possessed and going crazy was anything too interesting, but the fact that, like, toward the end of the movie, he all of a sudden turned into Reagan from The Exorcist, but, like, male version, that was pretty cool to me. The voice was identical. I The end sequence was the best. Like, the last, like, five minutes during The Exorcism was was fine no kim you're so so like well you're right about that (laughs) no kim you're so wrong you're right about that but you're so wrong about everything else like the first hour at least like hour maybe hour 10 minutes of the movie was awesome or actually no the first no the first 10 minutes or like seven minutes meh and then the seven minute mark after that up until like an hour 10 minutes was awesome and then 20 minutes it sucked and then the rest was good okay so let's start from the beginning then what did you love let's skip okay the first seven minutes was meh it's just the family moving into the house yeah Okay, after that seven-minute mark, what really started to wow you? Well, because pretty early on, like, they just move into the house, and within, like, three minutes of them moving into this house, they find all of the windows nailed shut and, like, blood just pouring out of the sink, and they're just kind of like, oh, okay, well, this is a little bit odd. And I was like, yeah, you know what? That's what should happen in Amityville. Like, I don't want to see them walking around for a while like, hey, family, I love you so much, and, like, setting it up. I already know (laughs) it's a loving family that's moving into an Amityville house i don't need to see all that but in this one right off like very beginning they're just like here's some fucking blood coming out of the sink and all the windows are nailed shut like deal with that i um okay there is one scene early on that i was dying at so they they move in is it like day two or whatever the mom calls the handyman over to the basement the funniest (laughs) shit i've ever seen in my life I I actually started crying laughing. Do you want to explain to people what happened? That was really funny. I would love to because it was the most insane thing I've ever seen. This dude goes into like a small room to investigate because he's like, oh, there's a little room down here. She's like, oh, the uh, fucking uh, realtor didn't tell us about this. So can you go check it out? He's like, yeah, okay, sure. And then he goes down in there and then he like, kind of crawls in there on his hands and knees and then he finds a bunch of like literal just shit all over his hands and like a million flies he's like oh what the fuck so he just goes to wipe it off on on his pants i'm like why are you doing that like don't wipe that there there's actual flies and shit and shit and then a bunch of actual shit just starts pouring from the roof like glops of shit giant things it just starts pouring all over him, just like giant piece. And he just looks up, and the, the what you think that he would do in this situation right. is just turn it's around and get out. It's no, no, he, he just sits there. Yes, it's like the first one, the the first uh, Amityville when the priest and the flies, and he's just standing there like screaming and crying, not yeah. moving. It's exactly what happens. There's shit falling on this man's face, and he's just like, oh, 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 oh. Yeah, it was like a perfect homage to that because it was just this guy in a basement, but there's actual shit falling on him. And then they're like webs start like popping out in front of him and a bunch yes. of shit just going everywhere. And he's just looking around like, huh, huh. And then it's the, mo- it's the greatest thing ever. It's so funny. The wife is like, hey, you should just get out of there. And then he's like, 
oh, okay. And then he gets out and I'm like, wait, that's all you needed? You just need someone to tell you? Right. I thought there was going to be something that happened. No, yeah, she literally is like, you should leave. Then he climbs out and he has like giant circle like patches of like brown shit all over his shirt. And she's like, what happened in there? And he's like, oh, there was like stuff falling from your ceiling. She goes, oh, here, take this napkin and go go clean yourself off. It's like, no, I have fecal matter all over my fucking shirt. But they were both just like, okay, thanks. And she even says, like, what was it? He's like, it was shit. Oh, uh, I'm sorry. And I'm like, what? If I was working there, I wouldn't be like, I'm sorry. I just said shit. I'd be like, bitch, I am filled with shit because of you. Could you imagine climbing into a hole in someone's basement? First of all, like, say there wasn't globs of shit on you yet. Say you climb in. First of all, I'm not climbing in a giant hole in anyone's basement. But let's say, whatever. Like, I have a risky job. That's my thing. Why do you even do that? <laughs> Maybe he was trying to fuck her, and he was like, well, you know what? Maybe if I climb in Kim. down here, she'll... <laughs> Kim, she was 90 years old. She, oh, no. She was, like, the same age as the last lady. I don't know about that. No, the last couple was, like, uh, it was, like, a young George and Kathy Lux. I like, feel they were... like the dad was younger in the first one, but the wife, I feel like, was the same. I think the wife was younger in the first one. The dad was older. Maybe. What are you talking about? Kathy Lutz was young as hell in the first one. I feel like this lady didn't look that old. You're making her sound like she's decrepit. She could get her fuck on if she wanted to. Kim, she was 130 <sighs> years old. Um. Okay, well, you know what? For those of you that can't visually see, go look up a picture of the mom in Amityville 2. Let us know if you, would, yeah. if you think she would have some sex. It, no. <laughs> Please do, because I know for a fact that Tommy Lee Wallace for sure made her, like, old as hell. Like, she somehow looked older than Burt Young did in this. No, he by far looked older. No, 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 no. So she somehow looked older, and I know Tommy Lee Wallace did that because he also made Season of the Witch. And he, and that's the movie where, you know, the fucking main character is dating a girl that's, like, fucking 50 years younger yeah. than him. Can you get know. that fucking Happy New Year <laughs> shit off your head? I, I wish it came out mid-movie through the vents. I hate you. Um, okay, no. Okay, whatever. She's old, whatever. Maybe he likes old women. Anyways. I'm not saying that's a problem. I'm just saying, I'm just speaking fucking truths no, of you, the movie. No, you don't like old women. You just said it. Just fucking say it, Caleb. Nah, dude. It's like, <laughs> nah, dude. <laughs> you know, this some... You like old hey, women, don't you? Hey, <laughs> ladies. Hit up my DMs. Okay, so he goes into this old lady's hole. And, okay, say you're down in this hole. If you saw flies alone, you would leave. Like, if I saw that many flies, I'd be like, ew, what the fuck? I'd get out. Let alone if there's clops, like, globs of shit falling on me. But, Kim, it's so paranormal that you don't see anything until right when he gets in there. Because the house knows. This is Monster House. This house is definitely Monster House. It is. It does pull some fuck shit. From the outside, it looks perfect, and then it comes in hot. Dude, it comes in crazy. Actually, the only part that I did like about actually, no, I did like about it. I, I wanted to not like it, but I somehow did. It was poltergeist, but better. Yeah, minus the burial grounds at the end in the pool. Well, no, I just I just mean the stuff getting thrown around in the house pretty much. Like, when things were actually moving and beds were spinning and shit, I was like, this is literally Poltergeist, but it's more fun because this movie is way more fun. It came out the same year. Uh, yeah, it did. And uh, Poltergeist came out, like, June of 1982, and this came out, like, September. Oh, wow. Battle of the films. Well, we know which one prevailed, clearly. 
Well, here's the thing, though. I almost was going to say, like, this was ripping off Poltergeist, but then when I look into it, I'm like, it looks like they started project uh, production around March because it came out in September. So I'm like, I don't think they even did. Like, mm -mm. you know, they were definitely no. already working on it or, like, in the editing pro or some shit like that at that time. Yeah, no way. Um, They probably didn't even know it was, like, in the works. Unless Poltergeist came out and then they just edited those scenes like with the bed spinning and like, you know, the shit getting thrown around, stuff getting drawn on the walls after. After? The drawn on the walls thing had to have been in there because it was already, I'm sure that scene with Burt Young was already shot, but who knows, maybe the bed spinning? Maybe. You're right. Okay, the bed spinning is a big homage to Poltergeist. So maybe they did. Maybe they went back and added it in. But wait, can we just like cut to the bedroom wall painting? <laughs> Um, yeah. Yeah, that's a fun part. I think I have some more little stuff in from the beginning, but let's do that. All right, let me hear. What are Okay, so after this man gets shit dumped on him, what even happens next? He leaves and then... Nah, nah, let's just... Nah, let, you're right. Let's just go right to I'm the... I'm like, I don't even... <laughs> just, yeah, yeah, so... You're right, nothing happens. So Bert, Bert comes... He's... Okay. All right, let me just backtrack. So you know every Amityville, you know the story is the dad starts to slowly get... Not slowly, but, like, you can tell he starts to get angry and angrier every day. Burt Young comes in angry. Like, he's pissed. And he's not even the one that's possessed. Like, in the beginning, you're like, oh, he's already getting possessed. Holy shit. And then you realize, right? no, he's just a psychopath. <laughs> because, like, their second night in the house. So all this weird shit keeps happening. Like, the windows are nailed shut. And Burt thinks it's his kids. Like, the little kids. So he's freaking out. And he's like, why the fuck did you guys? Blah, blah, blah. So... What, they're, like, getting ready to go to bed one night? Or they're in bed one night, and how did they find the painting on the wall? They heard something, and the parents came into the little kid's room, and there's just, like, fucking graffiti on the walls. Kim, they didn't hear something. They heard the most noise in the world, like, someone robbing their house, but not just robbing oh, their house, like, yeah, destroying yeah, yeah, yeah. things. Mm -hmm. And then they come up, and they somehow, like, it's the weirdest thing, because, like, Father, I don't even think he comes up pissed. Like, he comes up already paranoid, because they're freaked out about something else that was going on in another room. And then he hears more noise. Oh, no, they, I don't remember what they saw, but they, like, physically saw something that basically confirmed there was ghosts. And then the father, mm -hmm. like, he looked like he was freaked out and genuinely concerned. And then he runs in the room, and then, like, we see just paintbrushes floating like pre poltergeisty and just like painting something on the wall and it's a fully like it's like it's like vincent van gogh yeah no child could have drawn this especially their age they're like five in that much time also like yeah i mean they heard those noises like two seconds before like there was no way and it said like pigs and the handwriting was beautiful and like maybe get out pigs but i just saw pigs i don't know what the fuck else it said it was like some biblical shit it was like out thy father get out pigs and i was like okay. these kids would not have written this <laughs> okay yeah so some shit like that and then he comes in and he still looks like worried and he kind of looks at it and then he walks out of the room and he looks around because the window's open too so i'm like okay he's worried now he's over being a dickhead father like he's trying to figure out what's going on and then he, i started literally writing down in my notes i was like all right he leaves even though i thought he was gonna beat the wife and children and then literally he comes back into the room and i had to backspace everything that i wrote because he comes in and he beats the wife and children. Well, yeah, he comes in reminiscent to the first one and he's screaming at the kids like, why would you do this? You fucking kids. And then the wife is like, stop yelling at them. And then he's like, shut up. And then he keeps yelling at him. She's like, stop yelling at them. And then he just slaps the shit out of her. Wait, Kim, but before that, he starts unbuckling his belt. And I, I, okay, Kim, here's the thing. I was so like, 
manipulated by this character that I actually thought that he was he good was at this point. I, no, I thought that he <laughs> was going to pull out the belt and he was going to lock the windows because I thought he was a good guy right here because oh, I was like, okay, no. he walked away. I was like, he's oh, trying no. to protect these kids from the ghost. He's good now. And then he just goes right to like try to beat the kids. The wife's like, no, don't do it. He slaps the fuck out of her, dude. Yeah, he starts pulling off his belt to spank them, which if any of you guys got spanked when you were little, oh, you remember those days. Dude, belts were rough. So scary. And then the the wife's like, do not be, yeah, he, not even slap, same, like, same with James Brolin, the first one, like, pushes her, fucking drops her to the ground, and then keeps going, yeah. like it's nothing. I'm like, whoa, what? You do that to your wife on, it's not even like day 12 in the house, it's like less than 36 hours, and you're slapping the shit out of your wife. Dude, I almost even feel like this was the same day, honestly. <laughs> it might have been, that's why I'm like, it was, yeah. Like this, it's definitely two days max. So I didn't know this, but I'm reading through some of the IMDb stuff, and something says that this was marketed as a prequel, but people are debating whether it's a prequel or a sequel. That's actually a good question because I can I. I didn't even think about that. I can see it being because we know Amityville's not real, so it's not like there's a true story. And the original story is the brother killing the whole family, so it kind of seems like a prequel, right? Right, and it actually would make a lot of sense because I was the one thing I was like, I'm shocked they didn't bring up anything about you know the one trend is like the house had some sort of history to it, like a burial ground or some sort of torture thing. They didn't bring any of that up. There was like no history as to why. So maybe this was the prequel and this was like the start of the why. This definitely had to be a play on the original story too, because they even had like you know the Lutz dude, like the brother that killed everyone, going to court and like you know trying to you know say that he was crazy and whatnot, blah blah blah. Except in this one, you know, in the fictional uh, movie storytelling of it, he's actually possessed versus just yeah. a psychopath that killed his whole family. Yeah, and the pigs and like it could have been a prequel. It would it would actually make sense if it were a prequel because. It didn't stick to any really plot line to the other Amityvilles. No. and like, something this one was ar- just kind of like doing its own thing. Yeah, and something around here too does say that uh, it was like kind of, ba- like the characters were kind of based on the actual family. But is that also, I don't, this is a while, but it's been a while since I've read something about it. But was there, I feel like there might have been something about the brother wanting to fuck his sister. Like, I don't think oh, they actually geez. did, but I think like there might have been something about him wanting to, unless I'm. Unless I'm just, like, putting that in my head now. No, you might be right. I don't know. And he just died. Fun fact. The real Ronald DeFeo died this past week. 69 years old in prison. Yeah, I was going to say just, like, a week ago. So very fitting. I don't want to say shout out to him because he was a murderer, but it's very fitting that he passed and we're covering all these movies. I like how you said all of them. It's really setting in for you, isn't it? Oh, fuck. No, I didn't mean that. That was a joke. You know why he probably died? He probably somehow heard that we were covering all this and was like, Jesus, that sounds terrible. I'm out. He was like, I'm out. I'm done. <laughs> He's like, I can't take this shit anymore. <laughs> Dude, it says the director, um, oh, by the way, his name is Damiano Damiani. Wait, what? I like that. Right? It's Damiano Damiani. Wow. Fine, a okay. fancy name. It says his original cut was shown to test audience and or to the test audience, and several scenes had to be cut out for various reasons. One of them being the negative reaction of audience on the scene where Anthony anally rapes Dolores, and the scene where Sonny and Patricia have incestuous sex. 
It says the scene was added into well, the script yeah. by Damiani, who wanted to really upset the viewers. Holy shit! Wow, that is uh, that's a little rough there, bud. Yeah, oh, I'm glad you left out the anal rape. I know he was re- the fact that it wasn't even that it doesn't even say that he rapes her. It's specifically he anally rapes her. Right, that's very specific. Like, why does yeah? How do you even, like, portray that part in a movie? Like, how do we know which hole it's in, like, if you're doing it in a movie? That's that's kind of terrifying that it was going to go that far. I don't want to know. So he really, really wanted to upset the audience. Like, just for no reason. He wanted to, like, he wanted to steer this away from every other Amityville. He was like, this is the dark Amityville. This one wasn't uh, straight to video, right? Like, it went, it went to theaters, right? I'm pretty sure, let me double check, but I'm pretty sure this one was one of the theatrical releases. Yeah, I think it was. That's fucking crazy. Back then they showed incest in the theaters. And I, it blew my mind that that was even like a plot point in this. I mean, it it doesn't blow my mind that much that it was seen. I'm sure people were pissed. Yeah, this was a theatrical. The third one was the last theatrical, at least for a while, until 2005. Yeah, Ryan Reynolds. This is how, you guys, this is how dog shit these first two have been. It makes Ryan Reynolds' Amityville seem like, does okay, it does, though, it does make it seem like it's a decent movie. You have to say that. Maybe no. nothing happens, but, like, like theatrically, you have to be like, okay, like, it's at no. least engaging. <laughs> Kim, it's, this one is. Oh. Are you kidding me? Kim. This elevates, this like makes, this revives my love for the 2005 Amityville Horror, actually. <laughs> Dude, this has Burt Young, it has body horror, it has incest, it has an insane oh, priest, wait, wait, it has wait, wait. flies, you like it has shit. Why is incest a good thing for you? That should not be in your bullet points, Caleb. Caleb goes, it has incest, it has anal rape. <laughs> hey, I didn't say anal rape. I didn't say that. You can't just throw that in there, incest. I didn't say that, all right? <laughs> I love that. It has body horror. It has incest. It's one of the things. It's one of the that top needs things. To be your tagline. It has body horror. It has I'm incest. Dead. It has Burt Young. I'm dead. Yeah, man. Um, I mean, it it does have a lot, but that's pretty crazy that he was. His goal was to shock the. The uh, the audience, because I feel like the incest was shocking. I felt like I was so mentally checked out. I thought I was genuinely confused. And I was like, oh, like, this is clearly is an incest. It's, it, one of them must be married to each other. They must be dating. Like, we talked about this earlier. You thought it was, like, his girlfriend. And then I was like, wait, no, that's, like, the son and the daughter. Like, the fuck? You know what else is bizarre? It says Diane Franklin talked about her uh, infamous incestuous scene in a interview. She said, I never had a brother, so luckily I didn't have that association or the weirdness that went along with it. I feel like that is like... What? It's still weird. I feel like that's the thing that like all those, uh, the, like any porn actress would say if you interviewed them, like the ones that are in the uh, the step the stepsister porns, they're like, oh, well, right. I don't have a brother, so like, who cares? Right, it doesn't mean shit to me. Like, yeah, like, um, it's still fucking weird. I love it after that bullet, it was like, and then Diane went on to be a porn actress. <laughs> that is crazy. No, it's still weird. Yeah. That's so fucking funny, dude. Um, 
Okay, so he slaps the shit of his wife, which just solidified that wife beating back then in film was just like, sure, we'll add it. Like, I, it's definitely in film now, but it's definitely a big to-do. Like, it's like a big moment, right, if a wife gets, like, her ass kicked in a movie, unless it's, like, a, a film that's, like, depicting, like, a time age from way before. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. It's like, whoa, what the fuck? But, no, I think back then they were just like, yeah, when she yells at you, just, like, slap her to the ground and then keep going with your scene. It's like, what? I mean, we've talked about it a million times. It's just that whole why I ought to time in history. Right. Oh, my gosh, the why I ought to. I mean, I feel like Burt Young very much, like, just kind of radiates why I oughta in any role he plays when he his like opening line in this movie he's just bitching he like gets out of the car and he's like fuck this house I'm like whoa like is he already possessed (laughs) we didn't even talk about like the end of this scene though because after Mm. he starts like beating the kids the son grabs the uh, gun and then like you know threatens to kill pa and the mom just kind of grabs the gun and puts it down she's like oh my god what's happening to us I know, and I'm like, you guys, it's not, you guys have not been in this house that long. Like, they took it to another level with the possession. That's why it makes sense that this would be a prequel, because, like, I don't think it was that built up of a possession. I think they came in out of the gate and shit was popping off, and that's why they meant it. But in every other movie, it was, like, this slow progression of, like, intense possession with the husband. Well, I will say, I think it's different in this one because, like, you know, the slow progression is for the son. I mean, it even, it starts mm-hmm. early on, like, right after he tries to kill his pa because he's sitting there in his room. He's listening to his headphones, and then all of a sudden he takes them off, and they're like, why didn't you pull the trigger? Why pull didn't you trigger. shoot that man? The voice was pretty cool. It was a lot like The Exorcist, but I was like, why didn't you pull the trigger? I was like... That's what I'm saying, dude. I liked it. You liked that voice in your ear? Yeah, dude, I would. I I could actually really fall asleep to that. It's soothing. <laughs> you creep. You would. I'm just picturing it bed every night with your big ass headphones. Like, why didn't you order that pizza, Caleb? <laughs> I would love to just listen to that, like on surround sound around my room. Just like it's like my it's like my whale sounds. Yeah, it's like a mixture between like the Cheshire Cat and like every other like demonic voice in film. Yeah, yeah, that's a good good call. Call, and the Cheshire cat fucking scares me. I don't like that cat. I don't trust that cat. And I love Alice in Wonderland, but fuck the Cheshire cat. I think that's probably my favorite part of Alice in Wonderland. I like the little caterpillar that's like, who are you? <laughs> that just, that's just me on a podcast using fucking stupid little vapes. Yeah, I like that little caterpillar. He was cute. You know what I don't like? The fact that I bought this vaporizer, and when you hit it, look at this. It's, well, it's just, just, it's stupid. Bro, that's so sick. That's so sick, bro. It is literally the gayest thing in the world. <laughs> that, Caleb, that looks like something you guys, because for those of you that can't see, Caleb <laughs> just took out of his vape, and this fucking thing lit up, like, it started flashing every color of the rainbow. It legit looks like something you get at a book fair. <laughs> no, dude, I feel like. I feel like I'm a fucking kid that has the light-up sneakers. Like, I just click my heels together, and then I'm the coolest kid around the fucking block. I'm like, dude, I didn't even know it did this. They were, they were just like, oh, yeah, it's this little disposable vape. Like, you could, it has, like, a little thing that you could see the juice so you know when it's done or whatever. I'm like, all right, cool, I'll try this thing. And I buy it, and then I hit it, and I kept, like, I didn't notice until, like, the next day because I was like, why is this, like, 
why is something like kind of flickering like in my mind every time I hit this? Yeah. And I was like, oh, it's not in my mind. It's in my fucking eyeballs. And I look at it and it's just flashing every color of the rainbow for like 15 seconds after you hit it. So I'm like, okay, so if I'm doing a video thing or something and I'm hitting this fucking vape, I'm just looking, oh, oh, I'm over here looking like a fucking RGB gamer girl, like with my fucking yeah. vaporizer. Like it's already, it's already lame enough that I'm sitting here smoking a vaporizer with my fucking nicotine addiction. And now it's RGB. Like, fuck you. <laughs> I think it's like, it. It looks like one of those pens that you'd buy at the fucking book fair, and then it it break in like twenty four hours. Hey, but shout out to the Scholastic Book Fair because those things shout were lit. Out. Oh my god! Remember when you would go there and you would get like little comics or like books oh or like god. just little knickknacks? Or remember when you would pencils? go there and your parents would never give you any money for it, money. and then you <laughs> would like well, have would to steal say- stuff. My parents would do the same shit every time. Because there used to be, what, how many? Like, one, maybe, like, two a year. I remember, like, you know, they give you, like, the catalog before, so you knew a book fair was coming up. I'd go home, and I'd be like, Mom, Dad. And everything was, like, 50 fucking cents. My parents were just being fucking cheap. So I'd be like, cheap, I'd be like, dude. Mom, Dad, can I please get some money for the book fair? And my dad be like, I don't know. Like, what do you need? And they'd be like, fine, we'll give you $20, which was, like, a fucking lot for the book fair. And I Jesus. would buy, like, every pencil possible, and they'd break, like, the next fucking day you just bought pencils pencils i would sometimes buy posters i bought a brett Favre poster once there it was dude i remember like <laughs> cool like light up yo-yos with like you know yeah, like 90s right. and toys. 2000s cartoons on them I and like yeah i man, did get books cool one year one year i actually got books and it was a shitty investment i was pissed dude i got captain underpants a few times and it was a great oh, investment captain under i uh i went through this um yeah, I was re- reading these weird books, and I like went through this phase. Where I was like, I need to buy every book in the catalog, and I actually had my parents buy me this whole series for like eighty dollars, and I never fucking read it. You know what's so weird, Kim? I just said like Captain Underpants right now, and you're immediately like, oh yeah, that's fucking cool, and like it blows my mind that all the things that we really, really thought were cool as a kid are still really fucking cool now. It's like somehow we just had like really good taste as a kid and it just goes through because there's like some things that I watch as a kid that I'm like, that's fucking stupid. But all the things that I really feel like I really, really enjoyed, I go back to them and I like every single one of them for the most part. It's not even just good taste. It's the time era because I was watching the last Blockbuster documentary that just came on Netflix. I legit started to fucking cry at the end because I'm like... That was the greatest time of life. Like, you guys, if I could live at, like, a Blockbuster or, like, those DVD resale stores, like, I fucking would. I'm not even that old, but kids these days will never fucking know what it's like to go into Blockbuster in the fucking 90s. No idea. Just none. Different well, here's time. the thing. Why do you think James built a fucking Blockbuster, blockbuster in, his... in his, his fucking basement? That it's funny that you mentioned that um, blockbuster documentary. James has actually been uh, in getting in touch with that guy lately. He's been talking to him on like TikTok. Good. Yeah, because uh, James actually, I don't know if you know, I don't know if he told you, but he went viral on TikTok kind of recently. Not like super viral, no, but what? he went. Yeah, he went like mini viral because he showed off his basement and he got like <gasps> Dude, fucking that's like fucking awesome. Yeah, I think he got like six thousand followers and like a couple hundred thousand watching the video. That's fucking awesome. Yeah, I mean. I think a lot of that shit, like those series, like series of unfortunate events, incredible. I would still go back and read those fucking books. Like there's a lot of shit from our childhood, like 90s, early 2000s that were just sick. And it can't be repeated because back then you could get actual tangible things. And now not as much. Not to shit on the younger people, but it's not the same. 
Wait, Kim, we didn't even talk about the fact that <laughs> the priest was there while he was beating those children. Oh. And like, do- oh, wait, no, maybe it wasn't for that, but it was for one of the mm-hmm. children beatings because there's a few children beatings. Yes, there was also a scene where the priest started puking. I thought of the first. Hold on, hold on. I Hold on. Before we get in the priest, I do have to, one thing that, not one thing, I keep saying one thing. One of the many things that bothered me that was similar to the first one was the still the early 80s sound audio like the sound effects were so bad like i kept having to turn down the the volume because it would be like bruh, 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 and i'd be like jesus like oh so you mean like pretty much like like there was no compression of the audio pretty much like it was super quiet and then super loud it's the quality it's the early time it's a lot of horror films in that time it's like i just didn't realize it also what was up with the edward scissorhands theme song No, isn't that in every Amityville? It's like the la, la, la. That is not in it. It is Edward Scissorhands. Literally, go watch Edward Scissorhands. Literally, Edward Scissorhands. I was like, why is, even though Edward Scissorhands came out after, it is. The opening scene. Yeah, Kim, that's the thing then. Edward Scissorhands took it from Amityville. That's in every Amityville movie. That's that's my first note. No, it is not. My first note is another Amityville that starts out with the la, la. Okay, Caleb, how many Amityvilles have you seen? At least like seven. Oh fuck you! No, you haven't. Yeah, I have. Okay, how many of them start with la 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 la? I don't Only think the they all start two. with that, but I feel like Caleb, some of you them. Just that no, they're in ass. it. They're like in it. I've heard that in Amityville movies multiple times. <laughs> no, it's not. Are you kidding me? Where else have you heard that before Amityville? Nowhere. That's what I'm saying. It's weird yeah. that it's there. So it's weird that it's in a horror up. movie. <laughs> what do you mean it's weird that it's there? It's where it fucking came it does, from. It this is the source, fit. you idiot. No, it doesn't fit in the horror movie is what I'm saying. It's not even like a... I'm not saying that it fits. I'm saying this is the fucking origin, you piece of shit. No. No, it doesn't fit. Then what's the sh- origin? It, I'm not saying that it's not the origin, but it then shouldn't don't be say the no origin when I say because it's the origin. doesn't fit. Fine, it's the fucking origin, but it doesn't fit. All right, you idiot. Don't say, why the fuck is it here? Why you know what? Of course, you know what? Of course it's fuck here. This. It's where fuck it came this. from. I'm at my wit's end here. I'm going to snap again, Caleb. You're so bullshit. You're so snap bu- again. Look, look, you work for me. You're going to sit here and you're going to oh, do your fucking job. Oh, I work for you. Jo- yeah, you're gonna sit here and you're going to sit here and you're going to do your fucking job, Kim. All right? You guys hear this? This is fucking work abuse. You know All what? of you guys are witnessing you know, Take this. that abuse and shove it up your fucking ass and watch another Amityville. Maybe, I, maybe I will shove it up my ass, but I won't watch another Amityville. How about that? Yeah, you will. Wait, wait when? What's? I was going to say the next one's It's About nope. Time, but I think that's six. What's the next? Yeah, yeah, 3D. 3D. Shove it up your ass in 3D, motherfucker. Okay, my question about 3D, is it actually in 3D? Uh, I think so, yeah. it's a- like I, I can't watch a 3D movie. Well, you don't have to watch it in 3D, but when you go to um, the Wikipedia, it says theatrical 3D. Such bullshit. Fuck 3D movies. Wait, Kim, how about let's do let's do this. Let's mm-mm, both watch mm-mm. it in 3D. No. No, I actually get headache. Like, I can't even I watch too. a 3D movie because it, it kills me. Like, it gives me a headache. No, same. I really, like, they fuck my head up so bad, but if we do it for the uh, sake but... of, of this, I'll do it. No. No. We'll talk about the 3D it. effects. Mm-mm, no. Okay, fine. No. Then you won't watch it in 3D, and I'll watch it in 3D, and I'll talk about which parts were 3D. Fine, deal. If I think if I watch it in 3D, I would actually die. My brain would actually explode. I'm probably going to have to watch it in, like, five different days if I do it, because it really does just fuck me up. But we'll see this how it goes. Such I don't a know. Bad Realistically, I'm probably not going to do it, but I'm going to say that I'm going to do it right now, and we'll see what happens. You guys are hearing it right here, right now. Okay, wait, wait, wait. We don't understand it, but...
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I remember where we were. Oh, he just slapped the wife. The priest is in there. Okay, we're at the beginning of the movie. We've been on like seven Yeah, tangents. we're still, yeah. Okay. Can we just go to the priest now? Let's go to the priest and when yeah, he gets his Bible priest. ripped into shreds. See, I check, I check, this is where I start checking out. He gets his Bible ripped into shreds. Was this when he first comes into the house or is he? Yeah, this is the first time. Take it away. <laughs> oh, is that it? I That's all you got? Thoughts. I have no, literally for the next 30 minutes, I'm like, this is fucking stupid bullshit. Well, that's really that all that happens right there, because in every Amityville, <laughs> you need a priest to show up to your house, and then for True. them to be like, I'm leaving, and then for something weird to happen, so they know to come back. So what happens with him is that the father starts beating the kids, then he's like, don't hit your kid, and he's like, fuck you, I'm gonna hit my kid, and then he's like, alright, then I'm leaving. And then he leaves, and then he goes outside, and his Bible's ripped to shreds, so he's like, I gotta come back. He comes back. There is this scene that is at least five minutes long, and it consists of nothing more than the son walking backwards, like, away from a spirit that's following him, until he starts going, No! 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 Uh, no! And the the fucking camera is zooming in and out on his stomach, and every time it goes in, he's like, No! <laughs> that's the I can't, and also the audio, it's like, No! No, but like, Cam, that was hilarious. The fact that they they zoomed in and out on him, Probably seven times, and every time he's just no. <laughs> and when he's when the, when he's like running away from the spirit, like obviously we all know it's a spirit, but technically, I guess if you watch this as an outside perspective, and this was your first movie ever, hypothetically, then maybe you don't know it's a spirit, and this guy's just walking backwards. You're like, what the fuck is going on? But this guy is just walking backwards. He's like looking around. He's like, huh, 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 oh, huh, huh, huh. and he's like falling backwards. <laughs> while his spirit is just trying to make it into him so bad you liked this that was hilarious i didn't laugh until i don't think i laughed until or cracked a smile again until um the end scene but what about when he start he's like they're zooming in on his stomach and then he grow he grows like this growth on his forehead and it's like forehead. a green tint everywhere that was awesome actually okay i see the back I did smile when the priest started puking. <laughs> I don't even remember that. He was like in the bathroom and he was just like, Bleh. he was like spit out like. Was that like, when, was that when the a blood? drop of soup? Wait, wait, but I still want to talk about the scene more because there was even more to that scene that was awesome. You don't remember like, dude, after he gets Caleb, possessed. I felt nothing. Kim, you're so wrong. After he gets possessed, so much happens. Like, he grows this, like, fucking, like, growth on his forehead. He's, like, he starts to morph around, and then the bed starts spinning, poltergeist style, but better than poltergeist, and then the lights start flickering, and I think a cow, like, flew through the air or something, because everything in the world just happened at that given moment. Like, there was a tornado inside of the house for a second. Isn't this right around the time where he decides, you know, I'm gonna fuck my sister? Uh, he's gonna fuck his sister really soon. 
You know, there was a weird dynamic that had too, because like in the beginning of the movie, you know, they're talking to each other. They're kind of like, oh, you know, I don't you look pretty ugly. And then she's like, oh, what? I don't look good. And he's like, not my type. And then I'm like, OK, so maybe they're just like boyfriend and girlfriend messing with each other. Or that's like right. at first. No, very beginning of the movie. I thought it was like an old friend. I thought it was like an old friend and he moved back to town and he was like catching up with her or something like it was like his best friend. I don't know. I really thought that that I actually thought that that was their daughter and that was her like fiance. I don't know why there was really no cues. I just assumed I really did. It could have easily been something like that, too, because that was my second guess. Either he was the boyfriend living with them or she was the girlfriend living with them. Yeah, I, I guess maybe I assumed that. And there was there was literally nothing. In the movie's defense, there was nothing that made me guess that. No. I think it's because all the other Amityville's, like, the kids were younger for the most part. So I was well, like, no, Kim. oh, they're older. I was like, oh, maybe it's the older daughter and her fiancé, like, living with them. But no, Kim, this is what it is. In any other Amityville, there isn't incest, so you don't automatically expect incest. That's, like, the last thing you're expecting, so you come up that with too. any other explanation. I would say, even when it happened, I was like, that's not his sister, yeah. right? Like, that's... And I was like, oh. Up until right after they fuck, I did not know whether or not they were brother and sister. It wasn't mm-hmm. until after. I, okay, we'll get to that right now because there's a little more that builds up to that. Yeah. So the girl, like, she looks at him after he's possessed. And her name's Patricia, and he's, his mm-hmm. name is Sonny. So Patricia looks at Sonny, and she's like, you look terrible. But he actually looked the same as always. Maybe yeah, even he just looks sweaty. I think he might have even looked better than he did in any other scene. Oh, he, he did look creepy because he looked pale and, like, sweaty. But okay. he, as far as like the, he didn't have like the tumors and shit on his face yet. I don't, I don't think he looked that. I don't, I don't think he was a good looking man. So I think it's possible that he even looked better in this scene yeah. compared to other he was scenes. A little, a little yeah. scary. So I don't know. And then um, she starts talking and she's like, "It's strange. I don't think mommy wants to make love to daddy anymore. I think he forces her." And then I was like, "Wait, I'm sorry. What? First of all, why do you know that?" Yeah, why do you know that? <laughs> and then, like, this is weird. And obviously, now that I've read that IMDb part, that must have been something about she they must They were probably have... trying to... They probably cut the scene. <laughs> yeah, well, no, they did. They said that they cut the scene. So, I mean, I think she either, like, had to have seen it or the mom heard or she overheard something or some shit. I'm sure, you know, in this movie, I'm sure she was in the other room and she overheard something. She, she was like, no, no, don't do it. Like, well, I want to do it or something like that, you know, and then it happened. I'm sorry, but if you're that old and you're still saying mommy and daddy, like, go fuck yourself. That also makes me wonder how old she's supposed to be in comparison to the brother. Because not only is this incestuous, I think this might also be a uh, fairly big age difference. Yeah, after I realized that was a sister, I just tried to stop thinking about it. Because I was like, I don't like that. And they, like, showed her boobs, which, like, if she's supposed to be... A certain age I don't like even though she probably you know was an adult when it happened it's like kind of the kids discussion like even if you're still playing someone you're I don't like that <laughs> yeah it's kind of like at first you think they're of age and they're just like dating or something like that so you don't care and then she starts saying mommy and you're like wait hold on so how old is she right. and then pretty much okay so let's build this all out but pretty much you know then this happens and then you find out their brother and sister and then you're like okay now i don't know how old she is and now i don't know how to feel about any of this even aside from the incest right she says that whole thing about you know daddy forcing mommy blah 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 and then he's like all right sit down on the bed she's like okay and then again like the way she's like they're (laughs) acting toward each other i'm like they have to be dating (laughs) right I thought it was some kinky foreplay shit. I was like, oh, they're just kind of trying to hook up. 
it seems like they've done this a million times and she's just like ready for it or whatever, you know? And then, so yeah, and then he's like, pose for me. And then she starts posing. He's like, you look so beautiful, this, that, blah, blah, blah. And then he's like, take off your nightgown and then like pull up your hair. And then he's like, you have a beautiful neck. And then, you know, that's hot. And then after a while, <laughs> she decides she's had enough. And she's like, all right, I'm done because, uh, you know, I'm not doing this. And then he's like, hey, I got your panties from the dryer. And she's like, but why? And then he starts well, kissing why? her. So as soon as he said, pull up your nightgown, I was like, oh, they're for sure a married couple. I was like, the fuck? Because she just goes, sure, okay. There's no hesitation on her end. She's just like, yeah, okay. And then she pulls it off. Ooh, I don't I don't want to spend too much time on this. It's actually bothering me. <laughs> it's so insane. Well, but right after that, like, okay, well, there's two. There's one thing that happens right before. The father comes over to bless the house, and then blood starts, like, gushing from under the bed and then from his blessing stick or whatever the fuck it is. And then he also blessing has stick. whatever it is. You can call what you stick. want. And then he also <laughs> has blood on one hand, and he refuses to drop his Bible. So he has blood all over his hand, and he goes into the bathroom, and like, well, he first he covers his mouth with the blood hand instead of dropping the Bible and using his other hand to cover his mouth, and then he goes in the bathroom, and he starts, like, washing his hand, but he's not. He's, like, just splashing more blood all over his face. And whose blood is this? This is where he pukes. He puke? I didn't see him puke. A split second. It's literally like, bleh. Oh, and then okay. he keeps going. You remember in Sharp Candy when there was, like, that little spoonful yes. of rice pilaf and puke? It was kind of like that. Like, it was a baby puke. I was like, oh, come on. Give me some puke like they did in the first one where he's like, blah, blah. (laughs) See, I don't like that. I don't like puke. Well, I don't want to see it, but I need, need, like, the sound effects. Like, you know, make it seem real. I like the sound effects even less than I like puke. I like his little blessing stick. Could you imagine if a priest just carried out a blessing? He's like, blessing stick, blessing stick. I'm here to bless your house, bitch. Not that priest curse. Witch, and then he like skips in, blesses the house, sprinkles some uh, glitter in the corner, and he's like, "Blessing stick, blessing stick, spirits are gone." <laughs> they all, they all hold your... hands. They all hold hands, and they're like, "Blessing stick, blessing stick, woo, woo." Why does this sound like your new mixtape? It is. I don't like it at all. Go, go, mix that again, please. I like that. I like that. And then the vents are just like, happy, happy new year. So anyway, the the brother and sister fuck, and then the father blesses yeah. the house, and then there's blood. And then, you know what? I This is another reason why I like this movie. The father goes to his people to ask if he has permission to get an exorcism. Why do they keep asking for permission in all these movies? I'm like, I've never seen a priest have to ask for permission. Don't they just fucking do it? You have to go to, like, your to fucking who? people, and you have to, ask, like, pretty much your Fuck church. That. You have to ask permission from the church and from the higher-ups and whatnot. You have to Fuck get, that. like, they're okay to go do an exorcism. <laughs> Wait, do you think James has ever done an exorcism? <laughs> no, James has not done an exorcism. He would have told me. <laughs> Could you imagine James in the middle of an exorcism and then his, like, his big burly laugh just like, uh, uh, uh. <laughs> He's fucking exorcising a demon, and he's just laughing at them. Ho, oh, oh, ho, oh, ho, get out of there. James, you were listening to this. Let us know if you've done one of those. He has not done an exorcism. And let us know if you have to ask the hierarch. The, what do they call them? The bishops? Kim, you do. I'm telling. I'm literally telling you right now that oh, you do. Oh, oh, are you a fucking archdiocese? No, but I'm saying I know that you do. You can't just wake up one day and be like, oh, I'm going to go fucking perform an exorcism. Are you kidding me? Why the me? fuck not? You're a fucking priest. What you lived here and built your career off of. 
It's what you're made for. Who? Why the fuck do you have to ask for permission? Go, go exercise some shit. So anyway, I like this movie because when he goes to ask for permission, which, like Kim said, does happen in a lot of movies, but what happens in every other movie is that they're just like, oh, yeah, sure, dude, go ahead, do it, have fun. But in this one, the guy's like, wait a second, like, is this necessary? Like, do you believe in ghosts? Well, the last, remember, they they were against it. Remember the first one? They were like, do not. He, like, went against the, the Cardinals. So maybe it's like an old thing where they didn't want them to back in the day. Because I feel like in modern horror, like, if the priest wants to do an exorcist, like, he's just fucking going. He's not asking anyone. The priest just shows up. But you always get the questions in the old ones, and I like that in this one, it's not just a yes or a no. It's an actual question. He's like, all right, like, I'm not just saying no, but do you believe in ghosts? Like, do you actually believe something is happening? Like, answer that question for yourself before you go and do this. And I like that he just put that question out there because I feel like I never see that. It's never, like, someone sitting around, like, they're questioning ghosts, but it's pretty much just a hard, like, fuck you, and this guy is actually asking the real questions. He's like, are you okay with getting possessed? (laughs) Yeah, and I never see that. Like, it's like, wait, just assess your situation. Caleb, if you get possessed, that's your problem. (laughs) Exactly. That's your problem. We need to start using that quote for. I need to get that clip and put that on like a soundboard, just like. I need a shirt with him on it doing that. So, yeah, he asked his friend, his buddy, the bishop, for permission. Caleb really liked this scene, I guess. I did. I really did. I guess I was just shocked because I felt like the re- the whole movie, like the rest of the movie, he was just doing his own fucking thing. The priest. Maybe he just had enough at that point, but that's why I was like, do your thing, man. I actually did like this priest. I feel like he knew what the fuck he was doing. I feel like all the other priests don't really know what the fuck they're doing. I feel like this one knew what he was doing the whole time. Well, I liked him, but there's also a few weird parts, and they actually call it out in the movie. They'll call it out later, and we'll talk about it, but um, I want to talk about the part that's going to be the reference to that later. Mm, the confession. You guys are following. Yeah, the confession. So you know what I'm talking about. Patricia goes to the confession booth, and she pretty much just like, hey, so uh, I fucked someone, and uh, yeah, I feel kind of weird about it. He's like, oh, it's okay. You know, you'll find someone later that you love, blah, blah, blah. She's like, oh, I don't love this person. It's my uh, uh, friend. And then I was like, the way she said friend, I was like, wait. And th- I still didn't know who they were at the time. I was like, wait, are they brother and sister? And that's at the- that was around the time that's that like- That's when you I didn't know. I still didn't completely realize. Like, I didn't want to believe it. I was like, I don't think that's what's happening. I started going on IMDb, and I found out, like, five, ten minutes later, like, from the movie. But around that time, I went on IMDb, and I checked to see their last names, and I saw the same last names. I was like, oh, my God. That's when I had confirmation. I was like, oh, no. And (laughs) she pretty much just admits that she fucks someone. He's like, okay, whatever. And then let's just move on because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to want to reference that later and it's going to be a okay. better reveal. So the birthday scene consists of Sonny putting his face near all of his family members' faces and telling them that he loves them. But then it ends with him rubbing his sister's back and then the mom noticing. She notices and then he looks at her and is like, don't you say shit, bitch. That's the look he gives her. <laughs> and you know what's so weird too? He went back and he hugged his father, and the whole family starts clapping. They were like, look at them. They hugged. And I was like, that's traumatic. Like, that is a problem. Yeah, the mom was like, what the fuck? Like, when your whole family has to give a standing ovation for you guys hugging, like, there's probably an issue. Right? Oh, my God. They touched. Yeah. Yeah, the mom was... Oof. I didn't like that. 
And then he looks back at the family, like the dad walks away and stuff, and they're all just standing there, like, you know, holding each other. And I think this is why I, this is why I'm going to say I confirm that this is a, a prequel and not a sequel, is because that picture and that image of them all standing there, that looked a lot like the image of the family standing, like the, the true crime picture of the real story, you know, and they're like, oh, look at this picture, like, because didn't it happen on Christmas Day? And it was like, oh, this is the day before. And uh, I, I could be wrong Some saying it's Christmas like Day, but I'm remember. pretty sure it was. And then the day before, they were like taking a picture and it was like, oh, look how happy they look. Maybe that would make sense. Yeah, I mean, the mom noticing it, but they never revisited the fact that like, oh, are you banging the sis? I guess she didn't have a chance because he offed her, but um, <laughs> I don't know. Like, I I don't know what I would do in that moment. Like, if I was, a, I would, I would say so. I'd be like, what the fuck? Yeah, like, what was that? Yeah, what? And he looked at her. He like glared at her. Like, you know what it is. Like, what? <laughs> like what? I guess to be fair, she is also getting beat by her husband consistently. So that's true. So I guess she's like, yeah, I guess I'll let my children fuck each other. I don't know about all that. Might as well at that point. She's like, I can't judge them. I got enough going on in my life. Wait. So be- hold on. I gotta go back to confessionals. Like, I know neither of us are very religious over here, but um. I'm curious for any of the listeners, like, if anyone is religious and specifically Catholic, like, I I have a lot of friends who are Catholic and traditional Catholic, like, are confessions, like, real and did you ever give a confession? Because I feel like they try to make it seem in the movies like it is, but it's like, I'm like, do people still do that? I don't know if they do, but here's another question that I have. Aren't confessions supposed to be, like, secret and the whole point is that you don't know who's on either end? You're not supposed to reference it or talk about it? Because in this, Patricia goes up to the fucking priest at one point and she's like, hey, dude, how's it going? He's like, hey, can we talk about what we talked about in confession earlier? And I'm like, wait, can you do that? Like, can you just reference that? I don't think you could do that. No, it's it's supposed to, yeah, it's supposed to be with the Lord. Um, You know what movie, what badass movie starts with the confessional scene? I still know what you did last summer. Just saying. It do- Oh, it does, huh? She's like, Father, I have killed a man. He's like, Julia James, I know what you did last summer. And I'm like, hell yeah, but a boom <laughs> Shout out to I Still Know What You Did Last Summer. Yeah, shout out. That's a great movie. If anybody is, fuck it, maybe I'll fall asleep to that shit tonight. I will. Anyways, if anybody is Catholic and has an answer about the confessional. I'm actually curious, genuinely curious. So please let us know. Can we talk about more incest? I'm over, like, I don't, I could do without, I need a palate cleanser after all this incest. But sure, if you really want to dive in. Well, it looks like the brother and the sister are going to fuck a little bit more, but then she just goes up and she's like, hey, you called me? And he's like, no, I changed my mind. I'm done with you. And then she's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? And he's like, you're a bitch. So she runs out of the room screaming, don't ever talk to me again. Don't touch me. And like, they didn't touch whatsoever. They were very far from each other, but it was like, it was placed ever so conveniently so that the mom could hear that statement and go like, what are you talking? What happened? What did you do with your brother? Don't touch me looks at mom <laughs> yeah look she basically just like said it to him and then looked over and like shook her mom's hand i'm over the incest <laughs> and i'm glad that it was over to be honest at that point well right then and there it was done it was like the mo- half the movie is done right then and there like it turns into a different movie well and then after th- i think after that maybe he was like well fuck this i'm gonna kill them maybe that's really why he killed them 
Basically, I mean, she tries to call the priest, and then he ignores the call because he's like, ah, oh, I'm going on, like, a skiing trip or something. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, and then we go back to the house, and then Burt Young gets killed. That just isn't good. And then the mom gets it, and then the little girl starts screaming, Mommy! And then she gets killed, and that was actually kind of brutal, too, because we don't see her get killed, but you go back to fucking, um, what's his name again? Sonny standing over her. And her feet are twitching on the other side of the bed. And you're like, oh, fuck. Well, this was that was the one that was like, shit, he actually killed him. So, like, you know, in every every Amityville, the one of the men wakes up in the night with the rifle and starts slowly walking room to room. He starts doing that. So you're like, oh, it's obviously a dream or some shit. He can't actually fun kills him. Kill him. He kills the fucking dad, caps the dad. And you're like, oh, shit. Then caps the mom. Then to Kayla's point, goes in every room and caps everybody. And then it's. You're like, oh, shit, he went through with it. But then he, like, wakes up, and it's like a dream. The priest. priest this the, is the priest, yes. Oh, sorry, the priest. Well, we kind of referenced it in the beginning of the episode, too, so I'm sure people yeah. are following. The priest, it, his friend wakes him up, right? His friend's like, you're dreaming, you're dreaming. But it's not actually a fucking dream. <laughs> well, it is a dream, but it was like the demon, like, getting in his head and letting him know what happened. So Sonny actually did kill everybody, and you're like, oh, shit, they actually went through with some kills. And there was weird tension, too, because when he goes and sees what happened, like, they start revealing the body, and they're showing the priest some of the bodies, which is also kind of weird, but whatever, I'm ignoring that. Yeah. They show him the bodies, and then he sees the little girl first, and then you see the dead-ass little girl, and I was like, oh, shit. And then it goes over to uh, the dead Patricia, and then he kind of, like, looks at her, like, fondly, and you're kind of like, okay, well, it's probably because, you know, he knew that he could have answered the call and saved her. But it kind of seems like there's something else going on, too. Right, which they allude to. Also, in this scene, he's about to go in the house. Did you see that there were little red eyes in the window? Like, I think it was the cops, like, brake lights? No! I didn't catch that. Those were all the fun things that I saw in the movie that I was like, oh, you know what, this is cool. I didn't catch that. The only pig thing I caught was obviously the painting of the pig on the wall. I missed the red eyes. Probably, like, the hour-ish mark or, like, hour 10 or something. Missed that. And then um, you see Sonny's like, crying next to the cops, and they're like, it's all right, kid, no big deal. We'll get this handled, champ. And I'm like, don't you just think that he murdered four people? Why are you being so nice to him? Right, right. They're like, shake it off. Sometimes families die. Um, Sometimes families all get shot in the head one by one by you. It's fine, you know? Things happen every day. Yeah, and one survives. We'll get you a new one, though. Yeah. It also seems like they don't think that he did it, but then you see that he's going to jail and getting questioned. So it's like, no, you think they do did it. So it's even weirder that they were being so nice to him. The priest is the only one that's like, no, he fucking killed him. Yeah. (laughs) Everyone else is like, oh, yeah, he's fine. Totally fine. And then at one point he goes to visit him in jail and he's talking to him. And this is the most ridiculous thing in the world. I don't know how this works, but he was like, hey, uh, kiss the crucifix and beg the almighty for forgiveness. And I felt like that was someone going like, hey, kiss my ass and ask me for forgiveness, bitch. I kind of want to look up what are the steps of an exorcism? Like, how does it work? I don't know what that was, though, because he, he specifically said in that scene that he was not able to exercise him because he was in jail. He tried to get him out of jail and the guy was like, him? Yep. No. You're not taking him. He's in jail. Yeah, he kept trying to do all these exorcisms. They just would not fucking let the guy. The poor priest. I ended up feeling bad for him. Yeah, he's like, I just want to give a fucking exorcism. I feel a little bad for the priest, but also I don't feel bad for that dude that was in charge because he's just going like, yeah, no, I'm not letting this person that murdered his entire family out of jail. I'm like, you're in the right, dude. You're doing fine. Fair. If I'm there and some priest was like, hey, can you let this dude out that just murdered his entire family so I can give him an exorcism? I'd be like, no, fuck the entire fuck off. Yeah, true. 
Also, but why couldn't he technically give it in the jail? So you have to be in a specific setting. We have a lot of questions about exorcisms. Well, he said it. Like, I don't know how accurate this is, but he said he need the church because he had, like, you know, more materials and, like, other stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, just more... Pretty much just, like, it, I, I see it as the difference between me doing a podcast somewhere else versus at my house. It's like, all right, well, I have most of my stuff, but I don't have all my stuff. But if you needed it that bad... It's a good point. Because, yeah, that's what I'm like. How are you being this picky? He's like, I need the perfect house, but I don't know anything about exorcism, so... Yeah, I don't we need know, James. Man. Well, at one point he did specifically need to take him back to the specific house, so maybe it's something to do with that. Maybe, maybe you have to be in the setting, yeah, to relieve the possession. So then, like, eventually, you know, the cop at first or whatever he is, like the I think he's like the the fucking sheriff or some shit. He official or originally didn't agree to let Sonny out, but then he agrees to let him out. He's like, all right, just knock me out and then take him out, and it'll be fine. And he knocks him out because he sees, like, they see save me and blood appearing and disappearing on his wrist. (laughs) Because they're like, so Sonny's, like, in the hospital at this point, like, chained to the bed. And the the priest is talking to the sheriff or whatever. And he's like, please, just let me take him to the house so I can get extra. And he's like, no. He's like, he's not all right. And then he's not. He's, like, groggy going in and out. And and the sheriff's like, he's fine. And he's like, no, look at him. And then Sonny just lays his arm out. And in blood at his arm, it says, save me. And the sheriff's like, oh, shit, he's not fine. <laughs> and then it just goes away. It, like, disappears on his arm. <laughs> so he's like, yeah, you know what? I guess you can take him back to the house. <laughs> yeah, then so he takes him back to the house. And then Sonny's like, I don't want to go to the house. So he spawns some fire between him and the priest to escape. And then the priest tells some like, he, he goes in the house and he starts talking to, like, some hunchback ghost with terrible attire. He's like, go away, guys. Get out of here. And I was like, wait, who are these little ghosts? And that is not explained at all. There's just some little Never. hunchback ghost there for no reason. Maybe it wasn't even a ghost. Maybe it was, like, a homeless man squatting. I thought it was, dude. That was fucking hilarious. <laughs> Quasimodo in the house. Get the fuck <laughs> out of here. I'm trying to do an exorcism, you assholes. And then um, he tells them to go away, so they respond with an ocean of bubble bloodbath and then a tad bit of wall blood and then, like, an inside tornado. That is the most beautiful way of putting it. (laughs) That's what happened, dude. That is exactly what happened. You're not wrong. (laughs) You're not wrong. And then I have another question, too. Why do people, like, that are in a bad situation in movies always park terribly and leave their car on but then they walk toward their destination with absolutely no sense of urgency no sense of urgency and like the keys in the car and every yeah yeah i'm like you can't take the time to just like it takes no time to just park normally compared to not parking normally unless you're like parallel parking or something that i get it but like they're not they're always just pulling into some place like it takes me no more time to park normally than it does to park terribly and then leaving your car on but then just like getting out of your car and staring at the house and slowly walking up makes no sense to me well my thing too is like if i'm in such a hurry i'm like i know i'll need my car to get away at some point that's where my mind is i'm like get out and shut the door and like keep going keep your keys yeah. in your hand don't like but nothing makes sense so well, that also leaves the potential for someone to just fucking take your keys and then that's what i'm saying then you're fucked then you can't escape it makes no sense uh, so then um we're pretty much at the end of the movie um it's sunny is now a psycho demon and he has puke breath and mouth this is when the special effects kick in and it does look cool this is when it gets fucking awesome because like the father's like tell me your name he's like you know my name very well, father. And then Sonny turns into Patricia and then goes, 
Now it's time for your confession. Hold on. While hold I on. was this making was, confession, was, you wanted to fuck me, didn't you? Wait, hold on. You didn't build it up well enough. Because ah. he's like, Sonny, tell me your name. Tell me your name. And then he's like in the corner and it's like, they've been screaming. It gets dead silent. And he's like, you know me. <laughs> You know me, baby. I remember that time you wanted to fuck me. Literally. And then she does the tongue wag. Yeah, and you're like, wait, wait, what? And then he, the Sonny turns his face around and Patricia like all dolled up with makeup and she's like, you know me, Patricia. She's like, you dirty little, I'm, you guys, I'm not exaggerating. You dirty little priest. When I was telling my confession, you wanted to sleep with me. Ah, and she starts licking her tongue at him. Dude, she looks like a pinup girl, and then she's like pulling the ah, like the Megan the Stallion. And I'm like, literally, what is going on right now? Literally. And yeah, you, you can't help but to laugh. And the priest is just like, he's like, you're lying. I didn't want to fuck you. Yeah, but he was also kind of like, shit, you're kind of right when she was mm-hmm. saying that. Well, because he looked back, he was like, wait, how'd you know that I wanted to... Wait, no, I, I would never. She's like, you did, you wanted to fuck me. And you're like, wait, what? I just love that he's like, what's your name? He's like, you know me. <laughs> Demon turns around, now it's Patricia dolled up. You're like, what? Oh, but, fuck. Um, but then he starts yelling at it. Patricia disappears. And now it's Sunny again? Did he hit her? You went over that, though. I think the father acted his fucking ass off when he was summoning that demon away. You got to give him that, right? No, he did. I, I didn't mind the priest. I thought the priest actually did a good job. I believed the hell out. Like, when he was sitting there and he was screaming at her, like, telling the demon to get out and shit, I was like, his the, his facial expressions, the way he was screaming and everything, I was like, holy shit. Like, I believe, I believe this guy is actually exercising someone right now. Yeah, and for 82, like we said, like, they did make Sonny look like a fucking demon. Like, he looked a lot like the fucking mom in The Conjuring after all the fucking makeup. Like, it was just as good. Like, he looked possessed. At first, his the side of his face just starts cracking and, like, glowing and bleeding. And I was like, holy yeah. shit, that's fucked up. And then his entire teeth. face crackles open. It just looks like if you were looking at, like, the earth, like, some land, and it started, like, cracking. Tectonic and uh, it's like Yeah, like, if shit started terraforming in front of you, like, you know, like a fast a fast clip, like a three-time speed or some shit, and you just yeah. saw it all cracking open. And that was happening to his face, and then it all breaks off, and he turns into like he turns into like a slug alien, like he turns into the alien from uh, Extro. It kind of reminded me of the thing at the end, like after the second head pops out, because all that goo's going everywhere, and it's like an alien. You're like, whoa! It looked amazing, Kim. I want to know what special effects they use in that, because even when they had like his face bulging out, I was like, that's pretty sick special effects for 1982. Dude, I'm telling you, like, it was on par, that scene was on par with, like, everything that happens in Fright Night. Mm-hmm. And I would say it was even better than Fright because Fright Night was great because it was crazy, but it was kind of funny, right? Because they had, like, the green fucking smoke and, like, slime and then. I don't know, though, dude. I think Fright Night might be one of the best horror movies of all time. Oh, no, no. No horror movies, but I mean, the end, the special effects, some of them were kind of cheesy because, like. I don't think they were, dude. I think I think some of them were at the end. I love Fr- Friday Night is literally, I agree, one of the greatest. It is hands down, in my opinion, the greatest vampire horror movie. The greatest vampire movie of all time, easily. I felt like they did a good job. I was actually shocked by the, the special effects in this. Not only does his face open up and does he turn into a slug, the entire house explodes. Explodes. And then immediately turns into ash. And you're like, wait, what? It goes from fire to, like, black smoke. And then Sonny just starts floating up like fucking Jesus Santa God, and then he's okay again. 
and he can't speak. He's like, what? He's you, the look on his face is like, what happened? And then all of a sudden, the priest's friend shows up and is like, uh, hey. And the priest is like, get him out of here now. He's like, what about you, dude? And he's like, no, get him out of here. And then he gets him out. Sonny gets arrested. He looks scared as hell. And then pretty much, I mean, we already know what happens there. You could tell by the way he was like, get him out of here. The priest is fucked. And then he's like, Lord, Lord of my life, please do not forsake me. And that's the last line of the movie. Oh, but his skin starts morphing. He starts turning into the demon. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Amityville 2, man, the possession. It has four kills. This was fucking great, dude. This was awesome. No, this is bullshit. I can't wait for you to see It's About Time. Even after this conversation, you're going to say that this was bullshit? Like, you don't see anything that was good about this? No, there's things that I've always said. There's things that are parts that are good, but it's still a terrible movie. Here's the thing. The first Amityville had good acting, and that's where it stops. And it had a story. And it had a story that star- spawned yeah. a lot of stuff. And that's it. It. This one had fucking Burt Young. It had boobs. He's just like Burt Young. It had incest. It had awesome. It had awesome practical Why effects. Why are you so hung up about incest? You're it like, had you awesome, guys it had incest. It had awesome practical effects. It had you know your good possessions. Like. <laughs> you know, dude, like, this one was such, it, it, like, had fucking, it had value the entire movie. There was, like, something going on pretty False much statement. at every single time, except for, like, there was a, there was a slight, nope. there was a slight lull toward <laughs> that the- That lull is the, an hour and 15 minutes, you guys. Toward the third part of okay, the movie. Okay, also, like, the first one, it's almost two hours long. I'm like, why the fuck is this movie almost two hours long? It's shorter, though. It's an hour 43, but it also, Still like... Still too long. But, Kim, the credits are, like, seven minutes long, so it's only, like, an hour 35. It's fucking terrible. I thought this was it's really bad. good. I loved it. I think it's bad. This make You guys, like, the Ryan Reynolds one to me is, like, wow, what a great fucking movie. Like, after watching these two, I'm, like, oh, man. Man, I mean, just... And I had seen the first one, but it had been years. I thought I saw this one, but now I'm, like, I don't think I did. Like, I don't remember anything about this movie. Um, yeah, it's about time we'll get there. It's only going to get worse from here. I do agree with that statement, but I don't think that this is better, that this is worse. I'll give you a, uh, you know, I'll agree with you. There may be a gem or two we find along the way that's just so fucking funny, but I don't know. We're not on the right track for me. We are. (laughs) Kim, what do you rate this? Jeez, dude, I'm going to half star. Half star. Are you kidding me? No. Dead serious. Half fucking star. You gave The Uninvited a half star. Uninvited's a fucking three-star movie, so suck my ass. You like The Uninvited? I, I love that The That episode Uninvited. is coming out this Sunday on Scream, and we all shit on that movie. So, And you know, what's, you know what's crazy? Kim, that movie, remember when I told you that I'd never seen that? Had you? I've seen it five times, at least. <laughs> Kim, the second I started The Uninvited, I immediately realized what movie here's it was. Thing. I just didn't know the name, and that's the worst the movie thing. I've ever seen. No, here's the thing. The Uninvited is not a good movie. The original Tale of Two Sisters, the Korean film, is phenomenal. Yeah, A Tale of Two Sisters is good. That doesn't mean anything about The Uninvited. They're but, two separate movies. No, it movies. doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't. But The Uninvited still is solid. It's I not. I like it. It's, it's way not. more entertaining than this. Come on. No, it's not. Yes, it is. No, and speaking it's not. of series and unfortunate events, the the girl is the the Violet from Series Unfortunate Events, the remake, not the Shut remake, up. the movie with Jim Carrey. Anyways, um, yeah, the Uninvited is fucking great, 
And also, you guys, you and Elena have no business shitting on The Uninvited because I was listening to Morbid the other day and she said some movie was so fucking good. It was it was a dog shit teen slasher from the early 2000s. I was like, okay, even I can admit that that's a fucking terrible movie. Look, I was like, Kayla would be so mad if he heard. Look, what I am saying is that Ooh. me, Ash, and Elena all shit on the movie. And what I'm saying good, is that dude. we all come from high. three different perspectives. And the reason I'm saying The Uninvited sucks and is dog shit, and I'm using that it's as, not good. I'll give you as that. my... Shut up, because I'm, the reason I'm using that <laughs> as my reference is because I don't agree with... 90% of the movies that Elena likes. That's true, you don't. I, I'll agree with you that The Uninvited is dog shit. I just think it's way more entertaining at least than this. I still love it, but I can recognize it's a bad movie. But come on. You're bullshit because this is easily a three and a half, four star movie. Dude, no, you're fucking high. You guys, I promise you're gonna watch this and be like, this movie's fucking dog shit. No, I'll, I will give this four stars easily like i will oh now you're going up four stars i just said it's three and a half four stars i will easily no oh let me rephrase that's i will just easily bad. that's just fucking bad dude. no shut up shut up what did you I rate uncut eas- gems don't even shut fucking up. get me started shut up i will easily give this three and a half and i will give it four fairly easily caleb fuck you and i gave uncut gems like three and a half by the way fuck yeah you're a piece of shit that's all it is. You're, That's you're all stupid. it is. No, you're stupid That's for giving this a half star. That makes no sense. Half, if I could give it no star, I fucking would, and I can't. You gave but the no, first gonna... Amityville like either two or three stars, and the fact that you're giving this stars. a yeah, and the fact that you're giving it this this a half is the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. Mm-mm. Dude, I'm gonna go re-rate the Ryan one over one five fucking stars. I'm gonna write a fucking novel and be like, this. You're literally just doing now. this to attack me, and it's absurd. I am. I am. All right, Kim, do the fuck Mary kill. Who is it? <laughs> I can't just do it. <laughs> the slug version of Sonny, okay. your brother, and me. Oh my god, are you kidding me? Hey, this is an incest movie. You get an incest fuck Mary kill. I don't kill. like that. I don't like that. All right, well, that's what you get. All right, well, I'd have to kill my brother because I can't fuck him or marry him because that's just wrong. And I love him to death, but we've we've already spent 26 years together, so at least I could live with that. Kim, I'm not going to lie. I didn't even know if you had a brother or not. <laughs> I do. I have. I actually have a lot of people that I have an older half-brother. Um, yeah, absolutely fucking not. not. Um, and then I would... You know what? I'm going to switch it up. I'm going to fuck you, and then I'm going to kill... Or I'm going to marry the uh, slug man. You're going to marry the slug guy? Why not? Hell Try yeah. Try something new, because I'm over your bullshit. Yeah, I knew you were going to say that. I knew you were going to say that you didn't want to spend the rest of your life with me after uh, this conversation. I'm over you. I'm moving the fuck on. This is bullshit. Absolute bullshit. I need to find what movie Elena was like. This is so... Because we were were actually talking about how fucking terrible this movie was. And I was laughing out loud listening to this. I was like, it's actually so bad. Caleb would be so bad. (laughs) She sends me shit all the time that she's like, oh, Caleb, look. And I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about, Elena? This is ridiculous. Usually I agree because that's my genre as well. Like, I usually fucking love those movies. But this one was real bad. I was like, oof. Dude, uh, fuck uh, you. You like Cry Wolf. You're an idiot. I do. I fucking love Cry Wolf. You're an idiot. Ugh, what a great movie, man. I finally went back to that Cry Wolf episode and I deleted the original, like the one of just me, <laughs> and I put it I put it at the end of the conversation with me and you. I was like, okay, if you want to listen hilarious. to that after me and Kim talk about it, then that's yeah. fine, but not before. Yeah, um your ringtone is still halfway there by Bon Jovi. 
Yeah, you're an idiot. Okay, um, I'm gonna thank a couple <laughs> Patreons. I'm gonna do it without Kim because fuck Kim. I would like Whatever. to thank Edwin Tapia. You are a good piece of tilapia. I'll fry you up, baby. Put you in my pan. I'll lick you all up, bad boy. Thank you Woo. to Brooke McKay. You are McKay, not McGay, but that's what I say. <laughs> Hop up in my party. <laughs> hey, hey. Thanks, guys. You guys are cool. <laughs> Kim, you're such a piece of shit, but sign us out. Oh, actually, don't sign us out yet. Hold on. Let me say some things. Uh, Patreon.com slash Horsesoup. That's bonus episodes and shit. Uh, social media, Instagram, Horsesoup, Twitter, Horsesoup sucks. That's just mine. Letterbox, movie reviews, Horsesoup, Caleb. Uh, sign us out. Happy, happy Amityville. <laughs> you're such a Happy Amityville to ya. <laughs> Bye, guys. Rob's <laughs> up. Baby grubs up, give me harasu, give me, give me harasu, give it, give it harasu, harasu. Would you like some bread? I'll do you a slice with a pinch of salt. It'll taste really nice. You've done really well, cause this stuff tastes just like hell. Swallow it down, it'll fill up a hole. Stick out your tongue and look out your bowl. We're having a bite with creatures of the night. Grubs up, baby, grubs up. Give me horse soup, give me, give me horse soup. Give it, give it. Grubs up, baby, grubs up. Give me horse soup, give me, give me horse soup. Give it, give it. Horse soup, horse soup. Horse soup. We'll keep you well fed. Its gorgeous smell could wake the dead. Vegetable is just forgettable. If your energy is low, you know what to do. Simply double on down some of the spooky stew. We'll wine and dine a hungry Frankenstein. Grubs up, baby, grubs up. Give me horse soup, give me, give me horse soup. Give it, give it. Grubs up, baby, grubs up. Give me horse soup, give me, give me horse soup, give it, give it horse soup, horse soup. Let me be your Sweeney Todd, your private chef, I'll be your just dessert. You can even drink it from a cup, I'll do the washing up, I'll do the washing up. I'm getting full, I'm getting full. my belly's gonna Give me give me horror soup, give it, give it horror soup, give it, give it horror soup. He can't even look after himself.